Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi, welcome back to part 2 of our conversation with Vijay Gautam. So what makes a on that note I want to ask you okay, I started it now. What makes my podcast successful besides these three of these reasons? Obviously, if you're if you know your why, you're serving your audience, you know who your audience is and you're doing something unique so people are coming. Are there anything else that I need to do to continue to make my podcast a success and you know I'm going to club two questions here how do I get into the top 100 So you know uh, Sabita I'll answer you know um, this question a little differently than you expected you know I've always encouraged people to at the very very beginning of their podcasting journey to decide or define what that podcasting success look for them what does success mean for them right so not everyone start podcast for the same reason like maybe for some some people the reason that they wanted to start a podcast is because they wanted to connect with all these amazing people by interviewing them on the podcast and build that relationship with them right so that's the first one now for some people it could be like they wanted to just build their personal brand then you know their focus is going to be on getting more and more people to listen to the podcast right so or maybe for some people it's just that they want to pay back and they don't they don't care how many people are listening but all they are interested in is just you know uh sharing what they know and you know and 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 feel good about it right so i would say define your podcast success in the very beginning do you want more numbers do you want to interview certain people do you want to maybe just improve your communication skill you know that could be the you know for me if you look at it like you know one of the successes for me of me doing this podcast is now from being someone who would just read those 10 questions in front of the guest to now all i need to do is just write some bullet notes and i'm good to go and i can interview people and you know i have become much better conversationalist right so that's what success look like for me today but now also you know for some of you impact is another thing that a lot of people look at right so like if you want to impact lives of people right if you want to sort of like you know one of the biggest successes for for my podcast is when people actually get back to me saying that hey you know what i listen to your podcast and this really really helped me get out of this phase of my life so that's you know a success for me so i would say you got to define what success looks like for you and then not get overwhelmed by other people's successes so uh, so that you are you, you are not worried that savita has so many uh, episodes or so many uh, you know downloads for her podcast because you have defined your podcasting goal on day 1 and as long as you are getting closer to that goal you are doing good so now the second part about like how do i get on the top 100 uh, you know of the podcast uh, we don't exactly know how these you know algorithms uh, of apple podcast and spotify work but some of the things that we have seen you know that really uh, could play part in uh, in the and they usually create this top 100 list almost on a daily basis they sort of refresh that list right and the few things that sort of uh, you know contribute to that as i mentioned though we are not very clear on that because none of these platforms mention how they create these lists but some of the things that really you know sort of contribute is one is how many people listen to your podcast in the in the past 24 hours 
that's one metric. Second metric that they look at is the number of people who follow or subscribe to the podcast on those platforms, right? How many subscribers or followers do you have on that? So these are the like, you know, two key metrics that they look at. So now if that's the case, then, you know, we want to then look at getting more and more people to listen to our podcast on that platform and more and more people to subscribe to them. And one of the things that, you know, uh, podcasters can do is instead of sending audiences to 10 different podcasts, while it's important for you to be on all different places, because you never know where your listener might be listening to your podcast on. But whenever you are sending audiences, send them to one platform, like pick a platform, one or two, maybe if you want to you know, send people on Apple, then maybe send them to Apple podcast because it's a native app. They don't have to download anything. And on Android, maybe pick an app of your choice, maybe a Google podcast or maybe a Spotify, whatever, you know, the app of your choice and send all your audiences just to that platform, nowhere else. So that will like direct all your audience. When you direct all your audience to just one platform, sending the volume to one platform, instead of saying that go and listen to my podcast in 10 different places, listen to it in this platform or that platform, even though you are available on other platforms, then you are, you know, sending all your traffic to one place that will sort of help you, you know, climb up the charts. Wow, that's a fantastic tip. I'm going to try it myself. This is me just getting to pick your brain and this is a masterclass in progress. So as we move on, I want to come back to uh, one question that most people have, right? At the end of the day, it's like, you're putting so much time and effort. What's the revenue? What's the end game? What's, is there monetization? So how can a podcaster today monetize? I'm saying beyond the obvious. One is, of course, we know that there's the ads. But what's your advice? What are some ways that you've seen there are possibilities to monetize today? Yeah, so um, I'll give you a bit of a macro perspective and I'll get into the micro as well, right? So the macro perspective here is uh, for podcasters to understand whether you want to make money from your podcast or you want to make money because of your podcast. And what do we mean by making money from your podcast is like you said, right? I need to be able to make money from the ads on my podcast, which means I'm directly going to make money from my podcast, right? That could be ad revenue or that could be sponsorship or maybe listeners donation, right? So that could be, you know, making money from your podcast, which is because you post an episode and then you have a sponsor on it or you have affiliate embedded on it or you have a listeners, you have a set of listeners who donate you on a monthly basis, whatever. So that's like a making money from your podcast. And now the other perspective is making money because of your podcast. Now, what that means is you are not making revenue from any of those methods that I just said, right? Which is uh, not by sponsorship, advertisement, listeners, donation, and so on and so forth. But you are making money because you have a podcast. I'll give you an example, right? So you are into coaching, right? Let's say you interviewed someone on your podcast. And because you interviewed someone on a podcast and you realize that that person has got somebody in their network who needs a coach, you know, who, who needs coaching, then they, they are going to like, Hey, you know what? I had a chat with Savita. See, she was really amazing. You know, during my interview, I think you should speak with Savita, you know, and, and she can really, you know, help you with the coaching. Or maybe you run a company and your company offers some product and service. And because you invited someone on a podcast and, you know, they got to know more about the work that you do. And because of which now these people are like, hey, you know what? I think if I need the service, then I need to go to these guys because, you know, when I had a chat, you know, I, I really made that connection. And the hypothesis here is this, right? Now that Savita, you know, I'm on this podcast, I'm sharing my life. When I do that, I already feel close to you. I already trust you. Right. So when we share our life with someone, 
when we share the stories of our life with someone, we naturally feel close with that person. And think about it. And that's exactly what you are doing with your guests on the podcast. When you're inviting them on your podcast and asking them to share their life story and journey of the struggles and so on and so forth, they, you are encouraging them to be vulnerable. And because they are vulnerable, you are also, you know, they feel naturally close to you and they start trusting you. And when they trust you, you are on top of their mind when they need the product or service that you need to offer to them. That's one. Now, the second one is, you know, because you have a podcast, you never know what the kind of opportunities that come your way. Maybe a CEO of a company listen to your podcast and then they might come to you and offer something else. Now, you didn't make money directly from a podcast, but because you had that podcast, somebody discovered you and then, you know, you got some sort of opportunity, which would have never been possible, you know, for you. And that is something that, you know, I see happen every single, uh, you know, uh, time with so many people. I see that because I had a podcast, somebody invited, you know, me as a speaker, somebody would say, because I had a podcast, somebody gave me this voiceover work because I had a podcast, somebody you know, uh, somebody uh, agreed to partner with me in this project, somebody, you know, decided to invest in the business. These are the stories that I see over and over again, just because you have a podcast. So I think, you know, it's if somebody just waiting to make money from the podcast, then trust me, and it, you know, at the stage where we are in India right now, you are going to be honestly disappointed. So it's better that you start thinking of how can I make money because I have a podcast? How can I leverage the network that I've formed uh, from the podcast? So, you know, you can do things like start offering your own product and services. If you do a fitness podcast, then launch a 30 days fitness challenge and invite your listeners to join you on a 30 day fitness challenge where every single morning you take them, you know, you, you lead the workout session and then, you know, force, push your listeners to sort of get fitter and then, you know, charge them 10K or 20K, whatever that you want to charge. And even if you get five people join you on a 30 day fitness challenge and you charge 10K, then you ended up making 50,000 from five people. You don't need thousands and thousands of people to listen to your podcast. Even if you just have hundred people listen to your podcast and five people out of those hundred people decided to join you on a 30 day fitness challenge, you ended up making 50,000 grand. I mean, great, great tips. I have one to add over here because I was doing the podcast. I mean, you know, there have been so many times when I wondered what have I gotten to because it seems easy on the outside. And then when you start and you've got a schedule, you've got a record. So I had an opportunity and currently I host Accenture's Vahini, their uh, diversity podcast, uh, which is within their company. And I'm the host for season two where I do get paid. So there are these unexpected, I didn't go looking for it, but somebody liked my interviewing. Yes, because I had a podcast. So it's very unexpected. Not necessarily you are making any, any money directly on your podcast, right? Uh, but you, because you had a podcast, they realized that, hey, you know what? She's good with moderating or hosting a podcast and let's get her and, you know, let's get her to the, do the show. And now because when you do a podcast, you know how to do a podcast and, you know, you know how to edit the podcast, how to produce a show. Now, a lot of companies are looking at building in-house podcasting team which also means that there are going to be a lot of job openings for the podcast producers, scriptwriters, people who can host podcasts, people who can, you know, edit shows and so on and so forth. So, you know, those are like a lot of ways that you can sort of, you know, look at. Music to my ears to hear all of this, because also, I mean, I happen to be in business as a business coach. So from there, I want to segue into uh, your interviews, because you had some amazing, brilliant guests on your uh, podcast. So what to you is a story, um, if one that comes to mind, 
that stands out uh, from your interviews? Is there something that you'd like to share with our audience? I mean, there are so many, and I think it would be un- unfair, uh, you know, to my guests to say that, you know, this is the story that, um, you know, that stands out. But, you know, early on, once one sort of story that really, really, you know, stuck with me. And obviously, as I said, there are so many, but, you know, just to pick one, I would, I would go maybe from the uh, earlier ones, right? So, you know, the, there's this person called Dr. Sukhi Mukher. He is, uh, you know, based out of Canada. And, uh, you know, he, he is into biohacking and, uh, and so on and so forth. So I reached out to him. I wrote an email saying that, hey, Dr. Uh, uh, Mukher, I would like to have you as a guest on my podcast. Uh, you know, this is what, why I am doing this podcast. And, uh, you know, I intend to inspire so many people uh, with this podcast. And he wrote back to me saying that, hey, you know what, just because you had the courage to reach out to me, I would say yes. And that really, really stuck with me because he said that just because you took that action that, you know, to, to invite me, I'm going to be guest on your podcast. I don't care how many people listen. And that really stuck with me. And when I had him on the show, he had this amazing journey, you know, at that time when I, when I was doing my podcast, I was, uh, what, 24, 25. And, uh, it, Till the time, like, you know, till that is in his life, he was completely in drugs. He was completely living this life, uh, you know, completely messed up life. And then now in his late 30s or I think early 40s, he has completely transformed the life and he was leading speaker uh, and, you know, he was uh, inspiring people. He, he is an author. He has, you know, built his family. And that sort of really, really stuck with me because how people can take charge of their life and completely transform their life from being a drug addict to now being, you know, somebody who is helping people to respect their body and heal and, you know, teaching them the principles and you know, that that was a really, really beautiful story. But then there are so many you know other stories that really, you know, that I get to hear on the show, you know, so that, that really, you know, is something that stuck with me for uh, so long. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there must be so many, and I listen to it on your, uh, for anyone listening, you must listen to all the episodes, uh, the guest interviews. They are, some of them are a masterclass. With that, uh, Vijay, I have another question for you. I know you touched upon this at the start when you said, I used to have these 10 questions and then, you know, I would just ask that. How has your own interviewing skills transformed from when you started to now? Of course, we know that uh, success is repetition. The more you do it, you get better. But are there some key learnings from your own podcasting journey that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, right, I think, uh, you know, when I say that, hey, you know what, now I have improved so much, I'm not saying that I'm a master, you know, conversationalist or I'm a master communicator person, you know, who has this master communication skill. I'm on my own journey and I know, but there is one thing that I know that, you know, where I was, uh, you know, in 2017 to where I am, there's a massive difference. And this is something that my listeners have actually come back and said that BJ, I, you know, I've been listening to you for a couple of years now. And, you know, we have seen how you have improved and grown as a host and we, which just shows on your podcast, right? So I'd say I've become, I've become way more confident uh, because when I early on, when I used to interview people, I used to think that, hey, you know what, this is a really, really big person. And, you know, and I, I would get way too nervous because I would feel that, you know, this is the person um, that, that, that is really big. And then I realized that, you know, and, and, you know, in, in doing a lot of that, I realized that, Hey, you know what, it's the post, it's just another person on the other side as well. And also a lot of these people made me feel like I was the most important person uh, at that point of time. And that sort of 
kept on adding to my own confidence in going out and literally talking and interviewing anyone and just being, you know, my best self there. So, you know, a few things that, you know, um, that has really helped me um, in interviewing people is I uh, start by talking about something that they deeply care about. I found what is, I, I try and find what is that one thing that this person deeply cares about. And that is the first thing that I, you know, ask in my interview and not necessarily I put that out in the final episode. And why do I do that? Because when I ask something that really that they care about, it changes the energy in them. It lightens up their eyes. All of a sudden, I have taken them to a completely different energy level. And now that they are on different energy level, then I ask whatever I wanted to ask because now I have gotten them you know, excited about this thing, then I can ask whatever I want because I got them to the zone where they are open and willing in sharing whatever you ask. So I think you know that is one hack that has really, uh, really uh, you know, uh, sort of helped me in getting people to open uh, on the conversation and and listening intently and sort of asking follow-up questions and just sometimes just asking, you know, sometimes just quietly listening and saying that, but why? And then, you know, you, you, you get a lot of, you know, stories out of the person. And, uh, and one of the biggest, one of the really, really cool hack that I figured out is in the conversation, Savita, if I said that, you know what, that was my story and I go quiet, we hate these awkward pauses in the conversations are intense. And then because you are a coach yourself and, you know, you, I, I, I'm sure you, you do this, right? So where you know this, right? So when there is an awkward pause, you know, the itch is to feel that awkwardness because we want like, hey, you know what? Nobody's saying something. I need to say something. And when somebody is sharing the story, if you just stay quiet for that extra three seconds or five seconds or 10 seconds, if it requires, you will get some of the best stories that possibly that person would have never shared before. And I do that all the time. When, when somebody sharing the story, I'll just go quiet because we want to make sure, is it safe for me to share this story here? We are constantly thinking that I think this much is enough for this you know, context. And I'm not sure if I want to give the whole story here, but if you are quietly saying that I'm not going to say a word, that means, oh, damn, Savita wants more of this, then I need to add more. So, you know, that, that's, those would be a few, you know, hacks there. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. So much to take away. This conversation's on fire. I just have a couple of, as we come to the end, just a couple more questions. I love asking this question because I love to know about everybody else's life. I should have worked for Facebook, but a day in your life, what does that look like? Oh, now my life at this point of time is crazy not what it used to be a month back because um my friends decided to gift me a, a small pup uh so so my day starts by this pup jumping by my bedside and waking me up and now all of a sudden you know um you know um i feel like a a father responsibility is coming to my life. So, um, so, you know, um, uh, so on a typical, you know, obviously apart from me, you know, paying attention to this overly attention seeking, uh, animal in the house. Uh, but you know, my life revolves around, uh, you know, uh, building wine studio and, uh, working with the brands and, uh, constantly, you know, talking to people, creatives, uh, you know, folks who we can create podcasts with talking to brands and, you know, seeing how we can sort of help them meet their objective with the podcast. And my role at Wine Studio is um, I lead the creative and production side. So my job is to constantly come up with interesting ideas for the podcast and constantly um, sort of work with the production team to make sure that, you know, we are on time with the 
uh, with the shows that we're working on. And also, you know, I teach people on how to uh, create a podcast. So that's something that I do over the weekend because uh, I realize that I'm teacher at heart. And if I don't get to teach or share what I'm learning, then I'm never going to be satisfied. So I, uh, I continue to do that. You know, I, I teach uh, people and, uh, and share what I'm learning on a day-to-day basis. So that's, that's pretty much what my life is. Nothing exciting. It's like. No, no, all of this is exciting. Trust me. I was going to ask you, you know, as I let you go, like, what's your advice? But I feel like you've given so much value already in this conversation. So I have a very different question for you. And this is something that, you know, all podcasters kind of go through, especially those who are reaching out to guests and trying to interview. How do you handle rejections when (laughs) you send out uh, interview requests? How do you handle it when uh, does it keep you down? first few rejections, it hurt. It hurts. Like it hurts so bad that you take it personally. Uh, You know, you feel that how come you can say no to me? I'm going to show you who I am. You don't know who I am. You don't know my value yet. And that's why you are saying, no, I'm going to show you. I'm going to become so big one day that you are going to come to me and say that, you know, I'm going to become, can I please be guest on your show? You know, that's, that's what I would think when I was, you know, starting out. But then, you know, I realized, uh, you know, later on, I realized like the reason that, you know, and also it's because when I started saying no to other people, then I started to sort of understand that I'm not saying no to that person. I'm saying no to that particular opportunity or that particular idea that you went with, which is in this case, the idea is like, I want to interview on uh, you on my podcast, but maybe that person's priority in life right now is not to get, uh, you know, interviewed on podcasts or not to share uh, knowledge anywhere else for whatever reason, right? Maybe they have things going in their life. Maybe they are too occupied or whatever their reasons are. It's just that, you know, they are prioritizing something else and which is more important for them at that point of life in their life than becoming guests on our podcast, right? And, and, and when I ha- sort of had that, uh, then I sort of started making uh, peace with the fact that, you know, I don't have to hold any grudges. And I have seen that people who have said no as to become guests on my podcast, um, we have, you know, went on to do something else. Because the other idea seemed very exciting for them than becoming the guest on that podcast, right? So, so I would say that, you know, uh, so I would say that, you know, uh, you, don't, you don't have to take it personally, but, you know, it's uh, easier said than done. You will get there when you have like rejections after rejections and people ghosting you. Uh, you will realize that, hey, you know what? I think uh, it's, it's okay. Uh, it's, there's something, you know, important uh, in their life than becoming guest uh, on my podcast right now. And it's completely fine. You say that so well. And as we come uh, to the end of this interview, how can people learn from you? How can people get in touch with you? We are going to be dropping all the links, of course. But what's the best way to learn from you? You know, you can visit my website, bizespeaks.com, or you can go on my Instagram, uh, bizespeaks. So, you know, when you go to my Instagram, bizespeaks, uh, that's where, you know, I'm most active. And you will find all the links on the, you know, a bio of my Instagram, or you can go to bjspeaks.com and you will see everything that I do. And, you know, I'd be happy to help uh, and serve in any possible way. Sure. So one is to learn from you and for brands who are listening to this, as if you would like to start your own podcast, to they can tie up with you, to, they could connect with you, to have you produce for them, edit for them as well. Yeah. 
Amazing, Vijay. Thank you so much. It's been a joy speaking to you and for being so generous with your time. I know you've given me a lot of value. You've spent such a long time with me. Me, my audience, we all appreciate you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Savita. Thank you so much. You are a great host and uh, continue doing what you are doing. And I know the amount of time, efforts and energy it takes in producing episodes after episodes. And now you are almost at 70 episodes. That's quite a lot of work. Take some time to sometime pat on your own back and just keep uh, going and, you know, keep inspiring people uh, with the journey of other folks. Uh, you are doing great. Uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to be cheering for you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success.